what podcast structure should you be using in your episodes? You know, I get that question all the time. So on this episode of Podcastification, I'm going to illustrate why there's not one set answer to the question by taking a walk down Main Street. My name is Kerry Green, and I am the Client Happiness Guy at PodcastFastTrack.com, and this is Podcastification. This show is all about podcasting, how to do it, how not to do it, best practices, interesting news items that have to do with the realm of podcasting, and who knows what else. And I'm trying to do it all with a little bit of fun and some information to help you get a show going, keep yours going, or make it better. And if you like what's going on here on the show, I would appreciate it, oh, so appreciate it, if you could leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find out how to do that at podcastfasttrack.com slash review. That's enough of that kind of stuff. Let's get you podcastificated right away. Hey there, my name is Kerry Green. I am the founder and client happiness guy here at Podcast Fast Track, and I welcome you to another episode of Podcastification. And like I said in the intro, this episode is based on questions I get all of the time about things like podcast structure, episode structure. What design should I put underneath my podcast to make it the very best it can be? And you know, I'm going to say it depends. It really depends on a lot of things, but primarily it depends on your niche audience. You need to understand and know who your listeners are. And I decided for this particular episode, it would be a great kind of fun thing to do to record this kind of on the main street of my town because I was thinking the businesses along a street really do represent a lot of different niches, a lot of different people and audiences that are trying to be reached by those business owners. And so I'm just walking down the street here and I see, first of all, here's a law office. A law office has got particular clients, people who have legal trouble, obviously, or some sort of a a legal help that they need. But a lawyer markets his services a lot differently than people who are not lawyers, right? I mean, lawyers are high profile professionals. They're people that have, you know, high dollar price tags and they don't represent themselves in sticky kind of ways, if you understand what I'm saying. A lawyer is going to be classy. He's going to be professional. He's going to be kind of polished in the way he does it. So if you were doing a podcast that is lawyer-ish or even a professional sort of a setup like that, then you're going to realize, hey, I need to do this in a different sort of way. It needs to sound more professional. It needs to be more professional. Now, right next door to the lawyer here, is a company called Mimi and Bell, and it's nails, waxing, lashes, and gifts. Hmm, interesting that they have gifts in there. But anyway, think about that. How are they going to package their services, so to speak? I mean, it's a very different thing than the lawyer that we were talking about earlier. It's a personal care kind of a product, and the audience for that is going to be very different than the audience for a lawyer. And so the way that they package it is going to be different. And so if you think about your podcast, you may have a personal care kind of a podcast where you're talking about things like losing weight. You're talking about things like health issues or dietary things. 
you need to think through who are your exact listeners and what are the things they're looking for and how should I reflect those needs and those kinds of things in my podcast. You see, and the structure is something you could do for that because I would venture to say an audience that's listening to a show about some sort of personal care topic is going to be a lot more relaxed than a lawyer podcast, right? And so you can get away with more sticky kind of things, more fun things, more things that are actually relaxed. Now, right down the street from Mimi and Belle is a yoga school and a massage place. Now, those are kind of like Mimi and Belle. They're, they're kind of a personal care kind of a thing. But to me, a yoga school is a little bit different. A yoga school is probably not going to be all slapstick. And it's not going to be all, you know, kind of, I don't know, lighthearted and fun. The advertising I've seen for yoga places is really kind of serious. They talk about spiritual sort of things. They're, they're really into this, you know, mystical kind of an approach to things. And so how is that going to be reflected in the nature of a podcast episode? If you're doing a podcast that's about yoga stuff, well, it's definitely going to have a different tone than the lawyer. That's for sure. And it probably would have a different tone than, say, a comedy podcast. You see, this kind of stuff is stuff that really depends on your audience, doesn't it? You're not going to appeal to people who are looking for something yoga-centered in the same way you would if you were trying to appeal to someone who's looking for something along the legal side of things. You get my point. There is no right or wrong answer as to podcast structure. You know, I remember one of the learning curves I had to go through when I first started podcasting on my own was just figuring stuff out. I mean, I had heard a lot of popular podcasts out there like Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income, for example. And Pat talked a lot about how he just started his podcast and he had to figure it out on his own. And he since has made videos that have some good advice and, in my opinion, some advice that's not so good when it comes to hosting options and things like that. But regardless, the point is, there's a lot to learn as you do podcasting and whether you've been podcasting for a long period of time or a short period of time, there are things that you just kind of learn by making mistakes or you learn by example of others. And I feel like one of the things that's been missing in the podcast industry is a way to learn best practices in bite-sized chunks. I mean, just taking the things that have been learned over time by more than one podcaster and integrating them into a weekly, easy to understand format that anybody can apply right away. And that is what I've created with the Podcast Optimizer email series. You can find it at podcastfasttrack.com. And if you wait just a few seconds, there'll be a little bar that drops down at the top that enables you to subscribe. Now, let me tell you what this is. Every week, you're going to get a short, and I promise you they are short, actionable tip that I've learned from working with hundreds of clients now over the last five years in producing podcasts. These are not things that everybody is going to run into every day. These are things I see multiplied over and over because I work with so many clients. These are best practices that you may have some of them down, but I guarantee you within four or five emails, you're going to start seeing things that you haven't thought about, things you haven't experienced yet, simply because you haven't been doing it long enough. And so when you take the experience of hundreds of podcasters and you compound it together, you're going to get some great lessons and it's absolutely free. You can go to podcastfasttrack.com 
wait just a little bit and that little drop down is going to appear. Or if you're impatient, you could scroll to the very bottom and there's a place you can opt in to the podcast optimizer email series. If you were to go through iTunes and look at the top downloaded podcasts, you're going to find some that are personal development oriented. You're going to find some that are financial in nature. And you'll likely find some that are, you know, comedy based or entertainment based. And I venture to say, if you listen to an episode of each one of those different podcasts, you're going to discover a different kind of format for each one. Ta-da! Think about that. Think about what does that say? That says that those particular podcast producers have done the work to figure out what resonates with their audience. And that's what you've got to do. You can't rely on a formula. You can't rely on a particular structure that is exactly what's going to work for every kind of podcast because there is no such thing. So how do you go about doing that? How do you go about finding what your particular audience needs? Well, the first thing I would recommend is that you find out where your audience hangs out. Now, when I say hangs out, that could be a tangible location like here in town. Maybe all the people that are into skateboarding hang out at the skate park. Go figure. Well, you'd want to go be there. You'd want to talk if you were doing a show about skateboarding. You'd want to see what those people are interested in and see what it is that they are interested in finding out about their particular hobby or that niche. You see, you can do that in a physical sort of way, but you can also do that online. The best place to do this that I found is in Facebook groups. If you go into Facebook and you click on the little groups tab along the top underneath the search bar, you are going to be able to find all kinds of groups around all kinds of niches. Well, join the groups that have to do with your podcast. And don't go in there just blasting out links to your latest podcast episodes. Don't do that. Don't be that guy or that gal. Go in there with a desire to learn about those people that are in there. Discover what is it that they're interested in, what are their needs surrounding the particular topics that are related to the services you're providing or the episodes that you're producing, and think through how can your podcast be structured in a way that is aligned with what those people are looking for. Does that make sense to you? And this also speaks to content, obviously. You want your content to be addressing the things that those people are interested in. Now, a point I want to make here about this whole thing of structure and best practices and stuff like that is that, yes, definitely, there are best practices when it comes to podcasting, but they don't always translate from one niche to another. They just don't because of this issue of your audience. Best practices are great to learn, but you have to do the hard work needed to apply those to your specific niche. That's your job. It's your job as a podcaster who's speaking about specific things to research the people you're speaking to, to research the way that you're going about things as it relates to them. That's your job. It's hard work. This whole idea of you can build it and they will come just does not work with podcasting because you've got to be targeting the exact people who are interested in the things you're saying. You've got to be appealing to them and saying things to them in a way that resonates with them. And it's hard work, I'm telling you. It is hard work to do. I struggle with it in all of my podcasts, but it is so worth it when you finally start getting responses from people that what you're saying is helping them, what you're saying is resonating. And all the hard work starts to pay off 
at that point. So don't give up. Don't get lazy either. Work hard at this thing. If your podcast means a lot to you and helping people with the things you talk about really matters, then I want to encourage you. Grit your teeth. Dig in. Commit yourself to the hard work it is to discover the things that you need to discover in order to be effective with your podcast and go for it. Well, it's a beautiful day here in Colorado, just walking down Main Street and thinking about podcasting, obviously. I mean, I'm walking here next to a crepe and coffee shop. They have panin- paninis, gelato, yummy stuff. One of my daughters works there. I think I'm going to go in and get some coffee. But I'd love to hear your thoughts about this. I'd love to hear what you've discovered about this thing called podcast structure. Is there one thing that works better for your niche that you can't see working for another niche? If so, I'd love to hear about it. Let's get creative. Let's discuss this. You can always reach out to me at carey, C-A-R-E-Y, at podcastfasttrack.com, or you can just swipe left or right or up or down or whatever on your podcast app, and you can find the contact information right there. So I hope you can see there is an awful lot, an awful lot, to figuring out exactly how you should structure your podcast episodes. There isn't a one-size-fits-all answer to the question how you should structure them. And I expect that what you're going to need to do is what I described in the episode. Get out there and talk with your audience. Figure out exactly what it is they need, how you can help them, and that is going to inform you as to how you can best structure your episodes. Hey, thank you so much for listening to Podcastification. I would just love it if you'd let me know what you think about this episode. You can always reach me at Carrie. C-A-R-E-Y at podcastfasttrack.com or just swipe to the description there in your handy dandy podcasting app and there should be contact information somewhere on the page. All right, you know what time it is. It's time for you to go out and make it a podcastificating day. This show is brought to you by Podcast Fast Track where my team provides professional podcasting services without the time suck. Full production, editing, and show notes, all in one monthly subscription package. You can find out more at podcastfasttrack.com. Now go out and make it a podcastificating day. Audio editing and show notes by podcastfasttrack.com. Get 15% off your first month by mentioning this show.